Hey guys, I'm Caleb Giddings, and don't worry, I haven't turned into one of those guys that posts rant videos from the front seat of his truck or car or whatever, but I did want to talk to you today about the concept of minimalist EDC versus maximized EDC. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, thank you. Please make sure you like, share, subscribe, do all of those actions. And if you're downloading this on one of the podcasting services, such as iTunes or Spotify, go ahead and leave us one of those awesome five-star reviews, which I really appreciate all of those. Anyway, on to the subject of today's video. And today's video is, like I said, it's minimalist EDC versus maximized EDC. Minimalist versus maximized. So what are we talking about when we're talking about minimalist EDC? Well, there's this idea that you want to try to carry the least amount of stuff possible to deal with your potential threats or your probable threats. So I'll give you an example of minimalist EDC, at least in my world. I live in Miami. I live in the actual city proper of Miami, so I don't have a backyard. That means every night I have to take my dog for a walk before I go to bed so that he doesn't have some sort of midnight spaz. Obviously, this is effective to certain degrees of spaz. But anyway, I walk my dog on the same route every night. My wife and I live in a nice neighborhood. We're in a great building, and there's lots of good people who live around us. I know this route really well. I know the E&E routes. I know the people that I normally see on this route as well, including the one or two homeless guys that do kind of bum around the area. I know their patterns of behavior, all right? So given all of the variables, that I live in a nice neighborhood, that I know the routes, that I'm familiar with everything goes around, my risk profile, what I'm likely to run into that could endanger me, there are very few things on this walk that I can't solve either with a can of pepper spray, a J-frame, or by running away very, very bravely. So that's kind of the idea of minimalist EDC. You look at your likely scenarios and you say, all right, what am I most likely to have to deal with in this scenario? Is it a crazy homeless guy swinging an umbrella at me, which check, done that one. I can handle that with pepper spray or by running away. I don't even need to shoot that guy. Or is it going to be something crazy like a running drug fight with car or drug fight, a running gunfight with drug running cartel members? If it's the latter, then that's going to change your EDC. Now, running gunfights with cartel members are far-fetched unless you live like right by the border or something like that. But what can happen that would make me change my idea of minimalist EDC? Well, one thing that happens all the time that makes me add something to my EDC is getting in a car. The second I get in a car, my risk profile changes dramatically because now I become much more likely to encounter a traumatic injury either to myself or to someone else. So when I'm in the car, regardless of what other tools I'm carrying, I have medical with me. I have tourniquets and I have bleeding control agents, all right? Because if I happen to be the first person that comes ac across a major car crash, I want to be able to help those people. I don't want to say that someone died because even though I have good medical training, I didn't have the equipment necessary to help that person. I don't think I could live with that. 
So that's an example of how your minimalist EDC can change, how your profile can change because of something that you're doing. So now we're gonna reverse that and we're gonna talk about this idea of maximized EDC. A maximized EDC. A maximized EDC is where I am thinking about the wildest possible scenarios, the biggest margin of risk and danger that I could possibly encounter. All right, so a maximized EDC might be something like a handgun, a reload, a med kit, a tourniquet, a fixed blade knife, a folding blade knife, uh, pepper spray, cell phone, a body armor, and a rifle locked up safely in a vehicle. That's maximized. That's like, what's the worst thing that could possibly happen to me today, and how can I be prepared for that? And some people live their lives like that and more power to them. Once you look at your maximized scenarios and your minimalist scenario, how do we then arrive at what we carry most of the time? Because I do sometimes walk the dog and I'm just carrying a J-frame and pepper spray, but that's not what I carry most of the time. Most of the time I have a little bit more than that. And as I've mentioned, anytime I'm in a car, there is medical in the car in the bag. Right in here. We got medical. I'm ready to go on that. So what do I do to sort of create a homogenous threat profile that's going to work for 95% of my encounters, but maybe not work for the outlier encounter, for that one crazy encounter? Well, we can start with the gun because everybody likes to talk about guns, right? A J-frame is really, really, really good for the things that the J-frame is good at. And I understand that's a bit of a tautology, but what I'm saying is that J-frames excel in this little specific niche. And once your shooting problem sort of exceeds that niche, a J-frame is not your best bet anymore, which is why most people choose to carry a modern semi-automatic handgun chambered in 9mm. Because a modern semi-automatic handgun chambered in 9mm will do that 95%. It's going to solve every single shooting problem that you can have with the exceptions of the one that, that requires a rifle or a shotgun. And if you're in a situation that requires a rifle or a shotgun, you're in that 95th percentile of weirdness anyway. So our first step in creating sort of a do-everything EDC is that gun modern semi-automatic handgun chambered in nine millimeter and now medical and i've talked about medical in the past and i always carry a filster pocket wallet with me in the car i also have those also go in pockets which is really nice and in the car i have a slightly nicer med kit the pocket wallet will get me 95 percent of the way there that nicer med kit that I keep in the car will get me the rest of the 5% of the way there. So I'm pretty much prepared to deal with everything up to a gunshot wound to the chest or a traumatic amputation. If it's an injury beyond that, you're probably gonna die unless the paramedics get there real quick anyways. So I have that covered. And then we can talk about knives and stuff like that. And I do carry a fixed blade knife. And I carry a fixed blade knife because it's easy. It's super duper easy to carry a fixed blade knife because honestly, the ShivWorks clinch pick that I carry with the Dark Star Gear sheath, it just clips onto my belt. It's right next to my AIWB carried pistol and it doesn't really take up any extra space. 
I also carry a Microtech out the front knife, but that's more of like an affectation than anything. I don't think I'm actually going to get into a situation where I'm going to need the Microtech folding knife or out the front knife to cut someone. I use it for open boxes and for dramatic effect when people are like, do you have a knife I can borrow? Sure do, chink chink, because it's cool. Uh, the Microtechs are cool. And of course, I carry pepper spray because pepper spray is like a 75% solution. I have pepper sprayed so many people. I've pepper sprayed people when I was working in law enforcement. I have pepper sprayed people as a civilian. I have pepper sprayed a lot of people. And let me tell you something, pepper spray works and it works great. There are so many, I think, lethal force situations that could be correctly solved if people knew how to use pepper spray and were better trained on it, but I always carry it. I carry a Palm Industries can, and it's phenomenal, and I think you should too. And so now we're going to tie this all together. So on the one end, we have our minimalist, right? We've got a J-frame and a can of spray, and then on our maximized end, we've got a gun, a reload, knives, medical, rifle, plates, all of this goodies. And how do we blend that in to one idea? Well, we take a little bit of this, and we take a little bit of this, and we shuffle them up, and we end up with the following list. Here's the stuff that I carry 99% of the time. Semi-automatic handgun in 9mm, palm pepper spray, Shivworks clinch pick, out the front knife, Filster pocket emergency wallet, that's it, man. That's almost minimalist EDC, but it's stuff that I can readily conceal regardless of the time of day, regardless of what I'm wearing, unless I have to wear like formal wear or something like that. I can conceal all of these things and I can solve with that setup 90, I would say 98% of the problems that I may run into. And if I happen to run into one of those 2% of problems, hopefully I'm in my car where I have even more medical gear or hopefully I'm at home where I have a rifle. I'm Caleb Giddings. Thanks for listening. Again, make sure you like, share, subscribe on YouTube. Share this stuff on Facebook so people can uh, pump up the channel. And again, if you're listening on iTunes or on Spotify, keep leaving us those five-star reviews. They're super awesome, and we really appreciate them. And now I'm going to sit here awkwardly for seven seconds, not making noise, so I can do one of those end screen thingies to help encourage people on YouTube to subscribe. I'm Caleb Giddings, and I want to thank you guys for watching Firearms Industry News Podcasts.